What is going on? Do you hear my song? That new thing. That's that I, I just right there. I heard it. Yes, that's when I tell you that's my song. That gets me in my in my mode. Okay. That makes me happy. <laughs> I like that. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you know, as I introduce the song and present to others, one part of the Walls Group, none other than than the maestro. You know, the song. What's it? Chris. Yes. Singer, producer, you know, pastor, prophetess. I'll say this because he he definitely delivers a word. Mr. Daryl, you know, Mr. Walls is in the building, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> How are oh. you today? I am honored. I am good. I am actually very. I, I started late, so I think I should be okay. <laughs> okay, you should, and, and I'll make sure we we make sure you get you out of here early because I know you got to get to. Oh no, no 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 no! I was saying I started late for the day today, which means oh. I should be well rested. <laughs> well rested, well rested. For, so for those who don't know who Daryl Walls is, because we know you most, of course, with your brothers and your your, your sisters, right? Um, who are you? Wow. Uh, wow, who am I? I am a regular dude who just loves the Lord mm -hmm. <laughs> and also loves to see other people pursue their passions and their purpose in life. Um, that's really kind of it because mm -hmm. I think that's really what, I, and first of all, I know that's what I'm called to do is to help other people figure out um, what their passions are and what their purpose is and to pursue that by any means necessary, um, which is a lot of work, but it's it's very, very well worth it too. So I think that's just, that's just me. A relaxed, chill, calm guy. And I love what you said, Mo, though. What you're called to do is help others to be able to see their passions and go for it. And when it's, when we talk about calling, you know, it was first Sunday, first Sunday, um, and with you being a gospel artist, you know, so many people, when we're young, we have these desires to want to be, you know, like you could have went a secular route, but why did you know and how did you know that gospel was the route, route for you? And funny, that's funny, we talk about this a lot now lately. I don't know it's been coming up, but I actually wanted to pursue the secular route. Like that was what I wanted to do. I wanted to be the next Chris Brown, the next Mario. I wanted to be over there on that side. And I remember I was, a, I was in, I was a freshman in college and I was in school. I was in class one day and I told God, I remember I was just sitting there looking at the teacher teach, or the professor teach. And I was looking and I was just like, I don't want to do this another four years. I can't do four years of this, this ain't for me. I had already done, you know, from pre-K all the way to senior, senior year. I don't want to do no more school, I'm tired. You gonna have to figure, figure something out. Mm -hmm. And in my mind, when I prayed the prayer, I'm thinking he gonna come through and he gonna make it what I needed to be made. I'm Jamie Foxx or somebody gonna come and be like, yo, I wanna, I wanna sign you. And no, it didn't happen. <laughs> A video went viral with the Walls group singing in the car. My mom um, had us sing in the car and the video went viral. And from there, things just started happening and happening. I'm just like, well, this ain't really what I asked for. Mm -hmm. But because the doors are opening and no one is, and we're not pursuing it, this is this says to me that this is something that I'm supposed to do. So I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna do it. But I didn't really think that this was something that I was supposed to do until years, like into doing it. Wow. 
So with having years of being into doing it, and I think I've struggled with this, like especially uh, being in the industry, I knew this is what I want to do, being a radio personality since I was younger, right. right? 16, interning at the radio station, going through it through college. And then I decide that I wanted to take my relationship with God further, right? It's one, to go right. to church, right? But it's two, to get a relationship. And when you get a relationship and you say, okay, I'm about to be saved, you're right. looking at what you do from a different light. And I remember at one point almost walking away because I didn't know how to function and being in a secular world and uh -huh. still being a Christian or being in yep. a secular world and still trying to be in it, but not of it, you know? So how were you, even with that, like I finally kind of got into a group of learning how to send messages, you know, without deliberately putting, you know, gospel in it, but being able to be present in it. So like, how were you able to still be this cool factor and make God and gospel something that we want to listen to? Um, I, I'll be honest. I think it's really just authenticity. Um, when you start to really kind of become comfortable with just who you are, what you like, what you have going on, what you are naturally attracted to as it relates to life. I think when you start just becoming comfortable with that, God uses that. It's not by happenstance that we are the type of people that we are. Like the way you you dress, the way you, you have swag, that's just not by happenstance that you can see things like that. And it's because God uses it to make us relatable enough to be able to give what he, we need to give out when it's time for us for us to give it out. Me being Me being cool, relaxed, Calm. I am super spiritual, but when you meet me, that is not the first thing you're going to run into. What you're going to run into is this a chill, laid back type of guy who likes to laugh and have a good time. And they'll be like, wow, you're just really cool. I didn't know you was cool. And I'm like, Ooh, this is just me. It's just who I am. And right. I think the real answer is just authenticity is how you are, how you, how you are made up is what God uses to make sure that whatever he needs to be said or done gets said and it is done. And that's it for me. That's what I learned. Cause at first I used to think that you had to transform and become, and no matter where you were, you'd be that. Right. It's like, no, 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 no. Everybody calm down. Everybody relax. You can be cool and you can be relaxed. You can be that guy in a sense and still give what God is calling you to give without without shoving it down people's throats because I don't right. like that myself. Right. So. And and I love that that you said that, that you can be yourself and be the most authentic. Because I feel like so many times when you're when you're a Christian and you're walking this walk, it's just like, yo, who can I relate to? How can I go to? And who gonna understand me? And I feel like that's where I kind of always went to music. Because in music, we're sharing our story, right? And yeah. the song you recently released, most recently, has, like I said, the new thing. We're going to get into that because that, that song gets me to a whole other level of worship. But the creative. I love this. The, the creative, right? The creative, because I struggle with when you we're told to do the work, right? So you, like you said, you go to college, you have this goal, have these conversations with God. God, this is what I want to do. And then stuff don't unfold how you you, you, you think it should supposed to right because i'm doing what you said to do i'm tired and i'm seeking your word i'm showing up right but as a creative there's no path like being a nurse being a doctor being a lawyer and when you exactly. got a song 
you know, it just was like, it spoke to me because I'm a creative. And so in this industry, even in the entertainment industry, and still trying to be a Christian and really show up like how God needs you to show up, um, it's hard. And that song, I mean, it's a good, it goes for a good seven minutes. You know, it's, it, it spoke to me. <laughs> it spoke to me. And why was this song something you felt the need to drop? And why did you feel like this prayer for the creative was important? So what happened was, here's the reality. I was literally here's knocked out. Mm -hmm. I was knocked out like around two o'clock in the morning. And God woke me up. Like around, he woke me up around two o'clock in the morning. He was like, I need you to pray. And gave me these things to pray for. And one of the things to, was, was, I need you to pray for the people who are on the front line for me. And I was like, okay, cool. Preachers, bishops, worship leaders, gospel artists. He was like, no, 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 no. That's what people say are the front line. But the front line, I created this group of people who are able to emote through whatever I tell them to emote, whether that's through art, whether that's through music, whether that's through whatever, whatever creatives, I created them to be able to give out from me they don't know it a lot of them don't know that i've called them specifically which is why it's so hard to live the life of a creative because you have so much going on in your mind and you think it's you when reality is it's not always you it's a lot of what god is just giving you and a lot of thoughts don't belong to you there are other people's thoughts a lot of thoughts don't belong to you there's just god they're god's thoughts about certain things so you have to if, and if you don't know or I don't really develop the relationship with God, then it's hard to really kind of navigate through your own mental and be what they need you to be and do what they need you to do and all at the same time. And you're like, I am about to lose it. Yes. So I, I was literally interceding um, that night. After that, after he showed me, he said, I need you to go ahead and intercede. I was praying and praying and praying and crying and crying and calling out names. But after I was done, I still had this thing in me so i was like i'm gonna just stay up and i'm gonna just sing about it and i started singing and writing and then i literally wrote it um just singing on the mic wow. and i was like that's what it's gonna be and i did it and the next by the next morning i had finished it and i was like maybe i'm tripping and i sent it i sent it to two of my spiritual advisors and i sent it to jason nelson and pastor ypj and they both said to me they said dude you need to release that. And I said, okay. So I, I released it and the response for me was incredible because I, some of the people who responded or hit me up or called me from both sides, secular gospel, from people, from friends, close friends, um, some of the people I prayed for the night before. Mm -hmm. And so I knew, I was like, I, I needed to do that. So that's the reason why I came out. But it's, it's also a baby to me because when I was singing it, I was crying a low key because I was like, no, nah, I'm not in this same space anymore. But I do remember when I was in this space of really trying to figure out what I'm about to do, because I quit every right. day. Listen, I like quit a year. all the time. Because <laughs> Listen. it's like, you know, right? the song is so, I, I'm emotionally attached to it. And, and I say that because it's like, as a creative and as someone who's chasing a dream and also trying to chase God. Like, I really live off the, the pillars of ask, seek, and knock, right? You know, I'm mm. aspect of going after your dreams because you have to be diligent and pushing towards those. But then also, yes. along you chasing those, 
you have to make sure you're chasing him first. So, right? So it, it's, it's hand in hand at the same time. Yes. Yes. And so that song, it's like, okay, I can listen to so many things, but honestly, being a radio personality and going through music, people drop, I call it my Fresh Fridays. New busy dress drop on Fridays all the time from artists from wherever. And you're always looking for that motivational song that's going to, that's your go-to in the morning. That, yeah. you. that is what the creative has done. Um, so wow. You, and, it, and it has pushed me to making sure that we can get this on and put it on the playlist for our show because it's just that good. Anybody who listens to it, whether you believe in God or not, it's going to tap into you. That and makes me so happy. It, it, it should. So when you find these kind of songs, and you know, let's, as we go on for creative, a new thing, a new thing. I wish I could sing because that's, that's my jam. Where did that is my jam. Where did it come from and why did you say, yo, this is this is what I'm stuck on? Because you you got stuck in that new and as you get the new just rotating in your mind and going, it's 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 in the words of manifesting, right? You know, right. where, and, and, <laughs> I don't think I'm over the word manifestation. Uh, but, <laughs> but so, at so the end of the day. Yeah. We know who it is. But yes, let's talk about a new thing. New thing, man. Okay, so new thing came about in December. I did a live, uh, our Instagram live, and I like how I do. I have this thing called Acts Church where I go live and I just do prophetic worship and all these different things. And one day before Acts Church became a thing, it was just on a regular day, and I went live and God started speaking to me. He said. And it was December before the, the, the new year. And he said, the next year is going to be the year that I do I do new things. And I said, okay, cool. When I'm just singing and God said, he's going to do new things. And ha ha. And he took me to the scripture, behold, I do something new. Behold, I do a new thing. Um, I'm making rivers in the desert. And, I'm, and all this. And I was just like, okay, yeah, that's what he said. He said all of that. And then, but he told me, he said, people think that I'm going to be coming in the same way I came the last time, but I'm not. When I say I'm doing a new thing, it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm gonna be giving you new cars, I'm gonna be giving you, you know, new jobs, nothing like that, but I'm gonna, I'm giving out new perspective, I'm giving out new visions, I'm giving out new uh, wisdom, new kinds of wisdom, things like that. People always tend to think that God is doing new things materialistically when it's really the inner us that God is really trying to work out. And the song came about just like that. And he said, I want them to know that in order to receive and inherit these new things or this new way of living the only way to do it is to sit at my feet so that's why it says don't miss me that means you can't be out here just doing your thing thinking that you're going to get in on the blessing of the lord what you're going to have to do is there's a responsibility um required which is you need to sit down and you need to come sit with me and i'll show you where you need to be in order for you to receive what it is i'm about to give you what it is i'm about to show you what it is i'm about to take you to like but you have to be that's what that's really where new thing came from and the funny thing about it is it's like the word has come full circle in a sense because the pandemic happened yes and we're in this pandemic and it's yes. like well god you said you were going to do 
new things and, and, and make great things. This is a great year. This is our year and all this stuff, but uh, excuse me, what's happening? And God said to me, and I've been saying it all week, is that God said, like, well, here's the thing. My word has to be tested before it comes to pass. Just because I give you the word doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to come the way you want it to come. That goes back to me thinking I'm about to be, I'm about to blow up on the secular side. It's like, nah, I ain't tell you that. I told you that everything was going to be fine, but I ain't tell you how. <laughs> but, but if you sit at my feet long enough, and relax. You won't have to worry about any of those things. And it's like, my word has to be tested. He said, and I'm faithful to my word and everything. But it's real. It's funny because sometimes it's going to be like new too. There's a version of the the version of that scripture that says that, behold, I am going to do things that are that that are like new, and which basically means like there might be old positions that people had to step down from for you to get into. You know what I'm saying? And there have to be there have to be positions that have to be desecrated, that have to be uh, torn to pieces, and new ones have to be created so that you have a place to be where you're supposed to be. It might be your time to just be whoever I've called you to be. That's new, too. So that's really, it was just a prophetic word for God's people to really just get into position and, prep, and prepare for what is coming, which is whatever God says he wants, whatever he, he wants it to be. For you specifically. Right. So yeah. even when we talk about in preparation and, and mm -hmm. have to be tested, I remember talking to my bishop, uh, shout out to Bishop Roger Hennings. And so, hey. and one day I was like, I, I just understood, I don't understand why these things happened to me. He calls my nickname is certified. In order for you to be certified, you have to be tried. And I was like, okay, okay. That's good. Okay. So this is, thank you for that. Because in order for you to get like the check mark when we go into these grocery stores, it has to be tested, right? And so this pandemic comes, like you said, the pandemic is here and we're being tested, we're being tried. What is your advice as someone, like I, I know you hear from God uh, because you, you, you spoke something into my life when you was here in Buffalo that I don't talk to people about, but it happened to be someone there in Buffalo that was there who I've recently had conversations with. So it's like, okay, this man speaks, he knows. <laughs> uh, you know, because sometimes you folks be a little sketchy, right? Hey, but, hey. hey. I know. So I'm, I'm grateful for the word you rendered, right? And so in this time, what would you say, you know, that someone who believes in God has a relationship with God or even just people in general, how should you be preparing? You know, of course, getting at his feet, but what do we put to action? Because, you know, we're, we're action people, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, what do I need to do in this moment? Of course, I'm praying, but what else do I need to do? And the crazy thing about it is like literally nothing. Be still. Yeah. Don't do anything that God is not telling you to do. And I know that's like, people be like, oh, that is so spiritual. It's so churchy. It's so this. And I'm like, yo, I, yes, it is. But I'm yeah. telling you the best thing. God is not dumb. He's been, he's been God for a long time and he's been right. doing this a long time. So the person who was the author, the author and the finisher of us, our story, if he wrote your story, my story, and everybody else's story before we got here, you don't think that he don't know what he's doing. Right. So why not just chill figure out what it is he wants you to do, where you need to be, how you need to be there, and then be there. 
because you don't know whether he's going to lead you to the left or to the right, to the back, to the front. But wherever he leads you, when all of this is over, you'll be exactly where you need to be to receive whatever it is that he needs you to receive or do whatever he needs you to do. So for me, that's all I've been doing. And people think, like, oh, what have you been doing? You've been doing this. And I'm like, yeah, I read. Yes, I play video games. Yes, I've been writing music. Yes, I've been preparing for what's coming after as it relates to, because music still has to be written and done. Yeah. Right. But at, my first thing I do in, every morning is I sit down with God and I don't say nothing. Mm. And I let him speak. Now, I might talk a little bit, do my little first, my little five minute, 10 minute times of prayer. But after that, I shut up and I said, what is it that you would have me to do? What is it that you would have me to see? How, how what? My eyes are open. My ears are open. My mind is open. My heart is open because I don't want to miss anything. I don't want to miss you. I want to be exactly where I need to be when this is over and right now. Right. And I don't want to, I don't want to move. If you don't say move, I ain't moving. Some of us needed to sit down. Mm. Some of us needed to deal with ourselves. Some of us needed to start or restart or reconnect with God the way that they've been praying and asking God to do. Like, I need to reconnect with you. I want to reconnect with you. And here he goes and he allows this to happen so that you can do it. So people are saying, should I go this way? Should I do it this way? Who should I call? When? Nobody. Sit down. Be yeah. still. And listen. And maybe you'll get the answers you need instead of trying to look at the news or find the next book or find the next thing or fad to be a part of and just relax and say, man, God, what do you want? Mm. And I'm telling you, God will be like, oh, snap. I've been waiting on this question from you the whole time. I'm glad you asked. Let me tell you what I wrote out. You show you. Right. I'm gonna show you this plan. And it, it is it is incredible to be there. That's what I, I encourage everybody to just sit down. Just sit down and talk to God. Just and people like, what am I supposed to say? Nothing. Just say, hey God, how are you doing today? Listen, I'm open. What would you have? Yes to your will or yes to your way. Whatever you say, I'm listening. My eyes, my eyes are open, my ears are open. What you got? And sit up. What you got? Yes. And listen, if he don't talk, he don't talk. If he do, he do. But just it's sometimes sometimes we're expecting to hear this big situation, or sometimes we're expecting to get these answers. And sometimes God is just like, mm, I have nothing to say. I just want you to be quiet. <laughs> mm -hmm. Maybe you just need to sit for a second and just chill. Because you don't. <laughs> but yeah. No, you don't. We don't. And I think this pandemic has really allowed a lot of us to really take a moment to have to deal with us. Right. And I think, you know, as <laughs> we're dealing with ourselves and your music is really is it has been a soundtrack for the pandemic. Wow. Um, and someone, you know, recently just even posted on here. Let's talk about Trimble. <laughs> that is now, my song. Let's come that on. is. Because I, I always want to get behind the pen, right? I want to get behind the pen in the mind when people are making these, these, these songs. Because music, of course, we already know, has ability to really control you. It has ability to shift yeah. you. Why I'm very mindful of, who, of how I am on the radio. Because I mm -hmm. know what I play has power. It yes. brings about memories. It brings about emotion. Um, it's some songs about, I can't listen to that right now. Um, or songs you run to. And I think Tremble is one that we run to just like new. So let's talk about wow. Tremble as why, you know, this was even created. Like, what was the mindset? What was going on behind this pen? 
So I, it's a cover for me. The first two songs I wrote myself, but Tribble is a, is a cover. I've been listening to Tribble since 2018. I heard um, a beautiful woman, anointed woman named Stephanie Dawn um, from Bethel Music. I heard her sing it. And from then on, I've just been like, this is my favorite song ever. And I was singing for praise and worship and everything. And then one day I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do this song. Cause everybody's like, you sing it all the time. You should just do it. I was like, nah, it ain't for me. And you know, I just, I'm gonna lead it when I need to lead it, but it's, I'm gonna chill. It's for me. That's my song that ministers to me. But the reason really truly why I did it is because when you think about the fact that I'm cool, I'm relaxed. I enjoy everything that everybody else enjoys, whatever. But at the end of the day, me and God are like this. And I don't ever have a problem with sharing or expressing that to anyone, right? And I know the person that has helped me through the worst of times. And I know the name that I called the most yes. in my worst of times, which was Jesus. And when you listen to the words, it's Jesus, Jesus, you, have, you make the darkness tremble, Jesus, Jesus. You silence fear, which for me was a thing. Mm. and sometimes can still be a thing if I allow it to be. Mm -hmm. That fear is is really the number one thing that cripples God's people. And not God's people, people, period. People, period, yeah. Fear will cause you to divorce. Yeah. Fear will cause you to stay in the marriage. Fear will cause you to, to, to move too quickly or move too slowly. It'll cause you to do some, it'll keep you stuck. It'll keep you stagnant. It'll cause you to think that, even I, I'm not worth it, whatever the case may be, but fear is a real thing. But what I learned is that Jesus's name is greater than any other name, right? Mm -hmm. And because of that, I will never stop singing or talking about the name of Jesus. There was literal power in the name. So I, Tremble for me is just a reminder that no matter what life brings or what's going on, I can literally sing it or just say the name and I can change that. If I say it, if I say it as many times as I have to, it can mm -hmm. literally shift my, my atmosphere. Yes. I don't care if I, if I had a, a argument this morning at 9 a.m. By 10 a.m., the atmosphere could be shifted. If mm -hmm. I just continue, if I, if I say the name, Jesus, just en enough, I promise it'll change. I have been there, I've done it, but Jesus, th there was no greater power. And I think that the world needs to be reminded that it is because of Jesus that we are alive today. And that, but that's my joy. That is my joy. I will sing it to the day I die. Yeah. That's my and joy. So, and I think you, you hit it right on the nail, you know, changing the atmosphere. Like in the midst of this atmosphere where people are worried, people are just really going through it, you decided to create something. So let's talk about Acts Church. Like what made you go about, be, you know, deciding to show up regularly? Cause it's a commitment when you decide, it's, it's a commitment, right? Listen. And created Acts Church and why was it called Acts Church? And why are you doing this? What's the why, Daryl? what's the why? All right, so last year, um, God took me to Malachi chapter three. Mm -hmm. And also Malachi chapter three and also in Acts, um, where it talks about 
that the people gathered together, which is kind of where the church started. It gathered together in homes. And um, it talks about how they got together in homes and they started to re uh, to fear the Lord. And the word fear in that space talks about to revere. It means to revere him. And because of that, he heard them and he multiplied them. And there was a book of remembrance written about them. And it just talks about how because of their sacrifice to just worship or talk or pray together um, and eat together, God remembered them. Um, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to do this. Because we always at church. We always doing something. And then me and my, my best friend were talking. I was like, I just need to do something. He was like, we should do a bonfire and just do it outside. I'm like, yeah, we're going to do that. But life started happening, and I didn't, never got a chance to do it. And then the pandemic hit. And it was the first Sunday that the pandemic, we, that we were, everybody was like, no church. And everybody was doing all these live stream churches. And God woke me up that Sunday, and he was like, I want you to watch a couple of church services today. And I was like, okay. okay. So I watched some, and I was like, wait, what? Is this what we're giving people? Like, this is the golden opportunity to literally give Jesus to the world. There is There are people who are streaming now that have never streamed. So everybody's taken care of. You know what I'm saying? But we're giving them what is this? I don't know what it is. And God says, my heart is broken, mm. that my people are changing to fit a culture that they never were supposed to fit. Right. And I was like, okay. I said, well, my heart is broken too, but what do you want me to do about it? Because I don't got nothing for you. Right. And he's like, yeah, you do. You do have something for you. And he took me back to Acts and back to Malachi. I said, okay. And he said, this is what I want you to do. I want you to go live tonight, and I want you to invite some of your friends over, and y'all are going to sing. I was like, okay. So I told him, I was like, hey, God told me to do this. Y'all down? They was like, yeah. So they came and we sang and we worshiped and gave a word and went home. And we were like, this is cool. And then the next week I was like, you're going to do it again. I was like, okay, well, you know, <laughs> such and such is coming on tonight. I, you're going to do it again. Okay, cool. Then he showed me a vision after the second one. He showed me a vision that this would be something that I would continue to do and that the people need what I have in this season, that he's going to use my voice in this season. And I don't know why, but I said, okay, this is hard. This is a sacrifice because then you couldn't have anybody. So I had to do it on my own because they put the mandate that you know, only so many people could come around or whatever. So I was like, oh, so I got to do it by myself. And you're going to. Wow. Okay, whatever you say. As long as you are there, I'm cool. And Axe Church has become one of the things for me that has blessed my life. Because not only is, is it ministering to everybody who's on live, but it is ministering to me to show me that, to be honest, that I can be faithful to something that I have to do. Yes. Instead of only being faithful to something that other people have. So if, if I'm on someone else's team, or if I'm a part of a committee, or if I'm a part of something for somebody else, I can be faithful. But when it comes to me and what, what God has given me to do, can I be faithful? And it proved to me, and it is proving to me that I can be. If I want it bad enough, and if I love him enough, I can literally be faithful to what God has called me to. And I don't have to get lost in everybody else's stuff that mine goes unfinished. So I have to continue. We have to continue. And Axe Church kicks off at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Yep. 
So after this, not too long after we tonight. Up, we tonight we got Bishop Jason Nelson, who is incredible singer, songwriter, and pastor, who will be giving a quick word before I start tonight, and I am excited about that. He is incredible, and I hope that you guys are ready to get what he got. So he's gonna be joining me tonight. So just to even type into what you said, what I love most is, you know, we're in a new world, right? And mm -hmm. I like to call it IGTV. I'm scrolling through channels, right? This is this is our channels. You and me both. And, <laughs> and so some stuff you're like, oh, why did I roll into this? Get me out of here real quick. Ah! This is crazy. Um, and because now you're getting a chance to explore the people that you follow, you know, and you're exploring the people who follow you too. And you're getting a chance to see things. So our, this this particular gate is wide open. And so for you to take this stand and utilize it, one, like you said, you were watching other churches, um, this is an area, this is, I'll say a young, a young man's game, right? The digital mm. area, the digital age of how do you use your creative, your creativeness, your creativity exactly. to on. off of pushing a word that sometimes we gotta get out into the world to bring people into, and that's like what you're doing. So during this time, as a, uh, I would say, a, what's it called, millennials, right? Or millennial, millennial age. How do we utilize this time to not necessarily drill God down the throat of somebody, but to be able to be an example? You know, why do you feel like that is important of how we show up um, to not only say, "Hey, I'm a Christian," but how do we show up as a Christian? Because you're you know, you're doing exactly what God called you to do, and you're tapping into people who you would never normally tap into. Um, so how do you capitalize off that to ensure that once we tap into them, we're keeping them as well? Because that's important. Um, just, just stay authentic. And I know that's like simple, but to me, all I always can do any, and, and here, especially with us and as millennials, I hate the word, but it is what it is. Yeah, I know. As millennials, as our generation, we do not mess with folks who are inauthentic or unauthentic. We do not mess with it. We be like, I'm, nah, I'm good. I don't want that. I don't want to. Nah, bro. Next, next. So all I can say is whatever you're giving people, just make sure you're giving them who you really are. It don't matter. Nobody said be perfect. Nobody said make sure that your I's and your T's are. Nobody said any of that. We said be authentic because authenticity is relatable and relatability saves. Mm -hmm. And that's what I, that's why I don't ever, I, I make sure that even when we do these, when whatever questions you ask, I give the most truthful, honest answers I, I can give because I know what my life is on a day-to-day -day basis. But I also know that I'm not the only person who's dealing with this like me. Everybody has something that they're dealing with, specifically in this pandemic. We are all worried about finances due to the fact that all of my finances are gone. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Not saying that I'm broke, but saying that my, my income is not coming in because I can't go work. So I'm not the only one who's dealing with that. Everybody's dealing with it. So I would, I, it would be wrong of me to come on here and be like, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and everybody's right. like... Mm -hmm. Well, then, since you got it all together, sir, we'll go find somebody else who don't because we're trying to figure out how we all going to get through this. That's so I just I would say authenticity, man, is is key in this season. And as for the rest of your life, never give people images because mm -hmm. images fade. 
but yes. authenticity it is solid. Who you are is always solid, and people will always respect and accept and receive everything with with everything given in in, in authentic space. Absolutely, I agree. Um, I always tell people our Facebook, Instagram is normally our highlight reel when we're posting up the pictures. We're not posting the pictures of us struggling. We're not posting the pictures of us, you know, going through crying. None of it. You're getting the best of the pictures we're giving you. Filter right. all, right? <laughs> and, so and, I'm going, like, and you took time to look that good. So post it. That's fine. But just yeah. give me something that also says that, hey, guys, it's a bad day. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like, listen, look, you I see the beard. It ain't trimmed. I'm sorry. I mean, and I don't apologize at the same time. This is what it is because people need to know. They need to know that there's a standard that the society has created that does not. Yeah. It does not really it truly exist. We cannot meet that every day of our lives because life don't work that way. It just don't. Mm -mm. So that's what I was saying. It don't. And so I like to call it the pretty and the ugly, right? You get the True. pretty, but then there's also like this ugly side where you have to catch me waking up, the wig ain't on, eyelashes ain't on, you know, however you see. And a lot of folks is dealing with that right now in this pandemic. Truly. They can't go good. Guys can't get their Listen. hair cut. Edge of looks crazy. Beard is a little I need it. And it's I need hard. Cut you know. Right now. <laughs> yes, right now. So, you know, for me, I also equate that to like life, you know, when we're really moving and grooving in our flow of our creativeness and the creativity that we possess is bringing in the things we need but then there's also that that down that downflow what i like to call the ugly of mm -hmm. what we don't want to discuss the things we don't mm -hmm. want to have you know conversations about and Woo. we could call those the valley moments right and so because the mountain is on the side but you know how how have you been able to overcome those moments you know as we talk about the real it's just like we can see the great things when you're on tour, you, you know, you're mm. out here, you're popping out things, but we don't know about those, you know, but how do you personally overcome them? Because there's been times where I'm like, God, like, come on now, like, why? And they say, you're not supposed to question God, but I, I have questions with God on a regular. Oh, no, 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 no. Listen, we dispelled that right now. New, no, I asked God why, what and why, I mean, what are you doing? Because I don't understand. Because yeah. you didn't, you didn't, you didn't told me to come. And now they came, and that is weird. It's weird. What are you doing? Why am I here? Why are we doing this? We need to have a conversation. Because the reality is when God says, when you come to him to pray, you come to him humbly, a facts. But it also tells you to be very specific about what you pray for. So I'm not going to lie to him and be like, God, you know what? Your will be done. No, I'm no, no. What is it? What is your will first? And then I'll think about it, even though I'm probably going to say yes anyway, but just I would like to have the option to say yes, because I need to know what are you doing? But for me, like that, that's it. I am just absolutely A1 real with Jesus because Jesus knows everything. God knows everything. He knows what I'm thinking. He knows how I'm feeling. So it would be dumb of me to come to him and act like it's, everything is okay. Right. But I talk to him and let him know how I feel because God literally cares about how you feel. And once you start to talk to him and start telling him, like, this is what's wrong with me. This is how I'm feeling. This is what's going on. I don't understand. I don't get it. I don't understand. But as you start to speak your truth, the Bible says that you're, you, we overcome by the word of our testimony and the blood of the Lamb. But 
when you start talking about how you feel, what you're going through, you literally start to feel better. That's why you, when you go to counseling, they tell mm -hmm. you, how do you feel? And when, by the time you didn't finish cussing or being mad or crying or whatever you're doing, at the end of you're like, you know, I feel real good. Yeah, it's, the, it's literally the same thing with God and with your life. You do not allow yourself to be overwhelmed, although you get overwhelmed. But it is okay to be overwhelmed, and it is okay to say, God, I am overwhelmed. So can you overwhelm the thing that's overwhelming me? Because I, I'm done. Right. I've done all that I can do. And at this point, it's on you. So for me, going through life, it has been very, very hard. I've had some tough, tough, tough times. Um, and a lot of them, and people won't be honest, but a lot of them, I created these problems. And I had to figure out how to live with them, deal with them, and get through them on, on my own, but with God, for real. And really kind of find out, you know, why I'm here. Why am I going through this? And when I say I believe scripture, then I have to believe it. You understand what I'm saying? Even though it's hard. You said that all things work together for the good of them who love God and are called according to the purpose. So that means that my good and my bad are literally, they're working together as friends for my benefit. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that means that I should be able to be okay, but it ain't going to be like that all the time. But I have right. to remind myself, but also be okay with saying, I am not okay. Yeah. I am not okay. I don't know if everybody knows Jennifer Lewis. Jennifer Lewis, um, we know her most from being everybody's mama on TV. Mm -hmm. But she was like uh, Tina Turner's mom in the movie. Yep. Yep. Jennifer Lewis. I met her um, years ago, and she came up to me, and she was like, you know, you are very wise, and you can really sing, and you are very spiritual, and you know stuff. She said, but you don't feel your feelings. Mm -hmm. Okay. She's like, you need to learn how to feel your feelings. She said, feelings and emotions are moments. Mm -hmm. Moments are meant to be what? Momentary. They're just supposed to be just for a moment. She said, but right. if you don't feel your feelings, if you don't feel your emotions, they'll go with you every day. And then they'll start to show up in places that they don't need to show up. Then they'll become things that they're not supposed to become. So what was supposed to just be a little sad moment becomes depression for months. What was wow. supposed to be an angry moment becomes resentment or it becomes all this. She said, you don't need any of that. Feel your feelings and go through your feelings when you're in it. And when you're done with it, be done with it. And I said, okay. Wow. Yeah, that's how I that's how just really paying attention and being honest with yourself about where you are. You can't go wrong and find some, so, so find a support system, get counseling, get therapy. But you ultimately you are the person that has to make sure you are OK. Mm. And so she was able to tap into that because one time she had to go and do her own work. I love that lady. She's I love her with all my heart. Yes. You hear me? She, she was like, oh, I can see me and you. Let me talk to you for a second. She, she, she's just that good. I and, love her. <laughs> I love, I, I love that. And so that's, that's good. It's supposed to be for a moment. Moment. That's a moment. Mm, that's Your good. feelings, how you feel is just a moment. So don't be scared of how you feel. You don't want to be scared. Oh, I'm getting angry. I, don't, I can't be angry right now. I'm sad. I'm about to cry. I can't do that right now. Mm -hmm. No, you can. Yeah. Go for it. Right. Because you need to get it out now. 
If that means you need to go to go to the closet or go by yourself, go get in the car, whatever you got to do, but go through that moment, go through it. Because if you don't, it's going to be, it's going with you wherever you go. No matter how much money you make, no matter how much, how successful, successful you get, doesn't matter. It'll be with you up there. And it'll start to, then you'll be, you'll be the guy that everybody be like, I don't want to be, I don't want to go. I'm not going over there. You don't want to work with her? No, I don't. I don't want to work with her. She got issues. She's upset. She's emotional. I don't time. But if you go, you go through your stuff, deal with your stuff, allow it to have its time because it's there for a reason. Emotions are not to be, they're not there to guide you forever. They're not to, to be your guide. They're just to let you know, hey, mm-hmm. take a breather. Relax. All right, you felt that. Ooh, I did. I felt that. All right. Feel it. Keep feeling it. Lot going through it. Feel it. And now we good. And we can go about our business. And what I love is how I feel like your moments transition into your music. And I feel like you're 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 able to really articulate that, you know, in it. So as we kind of just going back to the music and even now taking those moments to act church. Um Mm -hmm. You know, as a creative, you know, what can we expect next from you? Because I, I, I'm loving these sporadic moments, you know, of music you're delivering. I, I love it. And, and I'm looking forward to uh, some more coming. But what can we expect next from you? Because I love the spontaneous live. Like, I love it all because it's really speaking and it's really enriching. And like I said, it has been a, a soundtrack to this pandemic for me. So it's just tapping, tapping in. So what can we expect next from you? For me, the reality is, is that I'm moving towards this direction of doing this, however it looks. Um, To be honest, um, Axe Church is literally like a a catalyst for whatever's coming next. And I know that pastoring is coming. So I'm just preparing my mental for whatever that looks like, because it's not going to look like what we know church to be. And that's why I said Axe Church is literally the catalyst for that. But then on the music side, I have a lot of things working. So the Walls Group is working on two albums all at the same time. I'm working on my own stuff for my conference, The Awakening. And we have music coming out, um, which is more so on the prophetic worship, spontaneous worship side stuff. And then of course, you know what the walls are gonna give you, it'll give you hot, funky stuff. We have a live album coming out, which I'm excited about. Oh, wow. Actually, next week, the first track from that is coming out next week, next uh, next Friday. So I'm excited about that. But I'm just, that's really what's happening. I'm just making sure I focus my energy on giving the people what they need to be given instead of giving them what I want them to have. Right. And I got some stuff that y'all can just have. Listen, but, we, we're, we're taking it all. We, we accept it all. Because y'all take it. But I want to make sure that I'm very strategic and wise in what I give because people need what they need. They don't need what I just cut. They don't need everything. They just need what right. they need. Right. That's insane. Ain't that crazy? It's very, very, nah, that blessed me. I don't even know. That just blessed me. They just need what they need. Because mm-hmm. you, you gave me what I needed. The, the new and the, the creative. <laughs> Those are the two songs that like I'm saying, like uh, amongst all of them, they play, but those two particular ones in, in for me in this moment, right, um, are constantly on repeat for me. So- That makes you know, me I, happy. Think, I love that. I love that. I, listen, that means you I, like to worship. It is, yes. You you got to get into it. Like I talk I about- I love to worship. 
my friend, I said, listen, I'll, before I get on the radio, like I'm blasting my gospel and getting into it because I know that I have a responsibility to my listeners and what I say. So what I say is absolutely intricate to the delivery and making sure that whoever it hit. So, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not no, I'm not no pastor, but my, my lane is still has a pulpit, right? You still and call and you have a platform and your platform right. requires you to have a responsibility and that's, that's it. And so with those responsibilities, you know, before you go, I always try to make sure, you know, that, that my folks leave individuals with three G codes, right? And, you know, what would be, and you know, I call them my go-getter codes, but today we're going to call them the God codes, okay? So what would be your three G codes to, to success? And when I say success is however someone defines it, but you being able to be in your happy place, doing what you're called mm -hmm. to do, and being able to reach those people and impact those people, what would be your three G codes? My three G codes would be know who you are. Mm -hmm. And if you don't know, get to know you, figure that out. And when you figure that out, stay authentic because when you start climbing up the success ladder things start to get real weird and people people are doing this and doing that and you're like well <laughs> i think i might need to do that you know what i'm saying a right. lot well what i'm doing ain't getting that type of attention stay stay authentic and my third was it would be just to honestly truly keep god first because even though you want to, whatever they got going on, it looks like it's, it's being a blessing to everybody and they're getting blessed in their pockets. Don't worry about that. When you follow God, and I am, I am a testament, the walls group is a testament, that it looks like that everybody else is surpassing you and doing their thing. It just looks like it. But that's yes. the, it looks like. Woo, that's it all. You like this. Okay. It just, you be like, now nah, I know. Right. <laughs> I know him. He'll break. So what, what, what is happening? I go, what is going on? I but pay my tithes. I pay, I pay my tithes. I don't cuss people out when I know I should. I don't throw hands when I should have. I don't do none of that. Come on, speak today. And you got them over here, and they are just thriving, ain't they? But here's the thing that goes back to the thing I said earlier, is that what they might be thriving in the material way, but on the inside, right, just as messed up because they took their, they took their moments and their feelings with them the whole way. And I had to become, God had to, to humble me and remind me, sir, mm -hmm. the fact that you sought healing was enough. You didn't seek success. You sought healing, and because you sought healing, I will reward you for that. Mm. So that's what I would I would say. Those are my three things: know who you are, stay authentic, and keep God first. And I'm gonna add the fourth: seek seek healing. Never ever mm. seek success. Please don't. Seek don't him. do that. Pursue healing. Don't pursue success, because we have a lot of stuff that we have gotten. At, from childhood stuff, from just life stuff, and we take that stuff, we can't, it can't go with us. It is fuel. And it's for our story. It's for the it's for the big picture, but you can't take it with you. Because if you take it with you, when you get up there, so you ain't gonna know how to handle it. And then everything's gonna come crashing that I have seen it 
so many times and I'm just sitting there like, wow. wow. Man, I gotta pray for this guy. I gotta pray for this chick. I gotta pray for her because she doesn't even know that she's still mad at her mom. And because she has so much hate for her mom, when she hit that peak, mm-hmm. it's gonna be a thing. That's but real. God said, seek, just seek healing. When you mm-hmm. seek healing, everything else will be at seek ye first, <laughs> the kingdom of God, and everything else will be added unto you. That's, That's what I said. That's my thing. Well, you know, I appreciate the fourth G code and. You know, Instagram has a habit of shutting folks down. So we're we're about five minutes out, but I really want you again to share with them where they can find you. Of course, um, website, SoundCloud, anything where we can get the music streaming, and of course, letting them know about Axe Church because I'm tuning in tonight. Come on! So tonight, um, Axe Church is 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. Was that five o'clock? The other place, mm-hmm. West Coast yeah. time. Yeah. Okay. And um, I'm going to have Jason Nelson. He's going he gonna to talk first. He's going to give us something great. And then we're going to go. We're going to go. We're going to go. Whatever God says is what he says. And that's what we're going to do. Um, that's Acts Church. It is every Sunday, 7 p.m. Then, if you want to find me, here I am. My little name is right there. Music with the Q, City. Um, but also, all you do is type in Daryl Walls anywhere. It'll come up. It'll come up. I'll come, I'll come up anywhere. You might see some bad stuff. You might see some good stuff. But here I am. I'm still here. That's all. Don't matter to me. It's all good. <laughs> all good. Right, right, right. Because God got to use the ones that have been tested and tried because you're verified. You there it me? is. That, you're there talking right. Come on. Come that on. That verified is good. I like it that. It is. I had to bring that in because I was. You got to be certified. Woo. That's what he said. I was like, I don't understand. Why is this happening to me? Why me? He was like, I mean, in order to be certified, you got to be tried. Which I like that. I like, I'm taking that with me. It's, it's all right. Go right ahead. Just quote me. Oh. <laughs> I got you. That's good. Because a lot of people just want to be, they just want to be certified. They don't want to be tried. They don't want to be tried. They, they don't want to be tried. And it took me there when I remember watching the test dummies on like, um, I think it was a Super Bowl and they showed up the cars and the mm-hmm. dummies in the car. I said, oh, I must be one of the dummies in the car who's being tested. Cause Listen, the car out here, okay? <laughs> it's the only way it's gonna work. You gotta be, in order for people to even care about what you have to say, you got to have something to say. That's it, that's it. And you got a lot that's of it. tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. is the Central, Central Standard Time. And then five, you said five or four? Five. It should be five. 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 It should be five. Listen, just tune in, okay? <laughs> be there. When you see my name pop up. How about to just get a, turn on the notifications? Yeah. And then it'll there come up. There you go. Fix that. Tune in every Sunday. We tapping in. And um, I appreciate you. Thank you so much again for tuning in and getting on this with me. And thank you for my word because I'm, I'm still writing off of it and still listening to it. So thank you for I having me. It. I am honored that you even had me on here. Seriously. Of course. Of course. I am honored. I share the playlist of the songs that I'm in rotation with. So I'm going to let you know once I share the playlist. Let's do it. I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. Love you. Bye, right, guys. Have a great Sunday. And make sure all you right. tune to the Church. All right?